I did Conan a few times, and one time Andy Richter sitting next to me, and he looks down. He goes, "Are you wearing Gucci shoes?" And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "You know, you still look like you run a bowling alley, right?" Hundred <laughs> percent. We're back, and your dream continues. Bird is not here. <laughs> um, the competitive the, his always his continued competition for the best laugh in comedy is here it's ryan sickler ryan thanks for coming thanks for having me back thank you uh, thank you guys the last two times we've done weeks together i've gotten sick afterwards i don't know if it's all the making out or what it might be i got sick after chicago yeah i got super sick after really that sick one. Neck and up, i feel bro. like fucking shit right now well, um, you look great. Thanks, man. And by the way, this is the first time I've been here. This is fucking unbelievable. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. I wanted to put my own personal little yeah. stamp on this Yeah. since I'm sitting in for Burt Kreischer. You didn't tell him, though, that you pissed on the one that was up there. No. Yeah. No. It's he, in the he'll, find yeah, he'll find he'll out. Yeah, he'll find out. He'll find out. <laughs> no, we just, um, you and I just got done with a, a run um, that was, oh, where did we start? I don't even remember. Charleston, West Virginia. Charleston, West Virginia. And then Cincinnati. This tour has taken me to places I never thought I would go. Listen, I don't know how you do it. I, for real, I thought we were going to Charlestown, West Virginia. I, I was telling people the wrong fucking city. I didn't know there was a Charleston and a Charlestown. Yeah. Because Charlestown's where you go when you're from Maryland. It's the horse tracks and oh, really? yeah, all that shit there. And the first time I always, whenever I see Charleston, I always think of South Carolina. because that's Exactly. Pretty, yeah. yeah. Um, but they were cool. The, they were they, great. They were a they great were crowd. Awesome. Yeah, great fun. Charleston was great. Cincinnati's my first time there. It's a beautiful city. I get why so many people want to live there. Maybe not in the winter, but everywhere, all, all the other times. It was a good was time. Great, great time. Um, and uh, we bought hats. <laughs> the hat comic is back, y'all. A lot and of hats. A lot of hats. I think I went overboard. A lot of hats. Yeah. You guys all bought hats. Yeah. And then um, we ended up doing our show Saturday and fucking... Joe Cool, man. Joe Burrow. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. Joe Burrow, the NFL's most promising young quarterback. Um, Super Bowl quarterback. So went to the Super Bowl, won the Heisman a couple years ago. This kid. so Good so, looking. Nice. He's the enemy of my Ravens. I, I told him he's the only quarterback that's ever made me leave a game in the third fucking quarter. He whooped our ass. He did? I mean, that's the one I went to. I went to Baltimore to see that game. And he kicked... Like Lamar left in the third quarter. Really? Yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, yeah. he left. We were like, we're getting the fuck out. Of here. <laughs> quiet walk to the bars and shit. The whole city's quiet. All these people out in the streets. Yeah, he kicked our ass. Couldn't. He was been, great though. He was. He could not have been nice as shit. Cool. Came to the, came to our show. He's hanging out pre-show, and then afterwards he comes backstage and he's like, "You guys want to come over?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "You guys want to come over?" I'm like. Uh, to your house? He's like, yeah. I go, sure. I go, who is it okay to bring? He's like, whoever you want. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then he goes, you're way like more muscular than I thought. That's what he said to me. I was like, I go, yeah. That's what everybody says. And then, <laughs> what everybody. And then, yeah, look, that high, that's in his house. That's, one of the many things in his house. That, yeah. That's in his house with all his rings. He's got the Johnny Unitas golden arm one uh, trophy with a ring. He's got everything, but he loved the Nickelodeon slime back there. He said, yeah, he right? said he's a yeah. Nick Nick kid. Um, but the funny thing is, like, he's like, go ahead. Like, he opens the cabinet, pick up the Heisman. I pick this thing up, and I'm like, this is the heaviest fucking thing I've ever picked up. I go, how much is this? He goes, 30 pounds. And I go, it's not 30 pounds. And he goes, it is. I go, it's not. You know why I know it's not? We were in the gym today. <laughs> and I picked up some 30-pound dumbbells. This is not 30 pounds. And he goes, no, it is. So I Googled it. It's 45 pounds. I go, that's a good sign that you're a young athlete and you think shit is way less yeah. than it is. You know, My old ass is like, oh, this is heavy. <laughs> but that thing's incredible. It's ridiculous. Like... It's so funny. Like, that's in his house. I used to have 
I had a little soccer one this big. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I threw my shit away. You yeah. see something like that, I'm going to get rid of these fucking He's got nas- national championship ring. Like, yeah, it's it's pretty rad, man. But could not have been a nicer kid. And we hung out with Brandon Allen, too, who's yeah. also a quarterback for the Bengals. His, we ate his chef's food. We were like, we haven't had dinner yet. He's like, my chef had stuff over there. You guys can have that. Let me holler up my chef real quick. Great hey, paia. And then he, he was like. Great paia. Whipped up some shit. It was awesome. And that's then a, it was Columbus. Then we went to Columbus. Um, that's when I was already starting to break down. I could feel it. But those shows were lit, man. Awesome. Yeah. Every show you've taken. Chicago was insane. Like, oh, we did the arena together. Yeah, the same. We did the arena. And it's the first time I've ever done an arena, of course. First time I've ever done stand-up in a suit also. Yeah. Which felt better than I thought it would. And you murdered. Thanks, man. You murdered. I felt good. That was fun. Yeah. And then we went to Alinea. Yeah. For the one of the craziest dinners I've ever had. Ever. And I sat next to your mom. And I got to say something. You're my mom's favorite comedian. Now, outside of you for your mom, because that's normal, I got to think I, I might have swayed the pendulum a little bit. I might be your mom's favorite comedian outside of you right now. Here's the thing. I don't think I'm my mom's favorite comedian. <laughs> I think I might have fucking uh, reverse roles with you, yeah. dude. Charo sat next to me now, and killed us all night long. My dad was a hardcore fan. <laughs> that era is over. So your mom. She, she literally came back from, from, from that show because she came sat. We did that back-to-back nights. And she came back and she goes, you are a piece of shit <laughs> to me. Yeah. And I go, what? She goes, you say I do these things and to have sex with me. And because I, I told the audience, try to have sex with her. And <clears throat> she goes, you are a piece of shit. I, uh, I ran into her at the bar um, in the hotel and we were talking for a little while. And um, she said, um, I, I said, she started telling me how she gets recognized now because of the fart video. Yeah. But she's like, I'm in the hoodie. I'm gambling. People come up behind me. They're like, are you Charo? And she's like, look at me. And they want to take pictures with her. So they take pictures with her now because of this fart video. So she told me that you buying her some carry-on luggage basically was bullshit. That's what that, her words. And she told me that if I agreed that I had to get on stage that night and tell the whole entire audience that what you gave her was bullshit and she deserved more. And she said to my face, she said, be a man. That's what she said. She said, be a man. And I said, all right. So I told you and you're like, yes, you, you, you had to run it by you. Like you could say that. So I got up and your mom did not think I was going to say it. And I, when I said there's a very special guest here, she said, I thought you were going to say Christina. And I was like, nah. And I called her out and I said, look, Tom's mom basically said that some carry on luggage is bullshit. And she told me to not be a bitch and I ain't no bitch. So if you think Charo deserved more, let her hear it. And they erupted. And 9,000 people. Oh, they erupted. Yeah. And then we're at dinner and she did not like anything. Well, we should, we should, uh, we should kind of set this up. Yeah. So, I I've I try to talk, I try to relay this to. I mean, this might sound like far fetched to some people, but I actually relay this to getting injured, in that I I never was like a celebratory person, and one of the things that I've done since I got I feel like injured and and recovered and everything, is I'm just like, I'm more celebratory. I I do things that are I find exciting and stuff, and so when I had a birthday coming up it's out of character for me to throw a birthday bash. But I talked to my tour manager, Dave. He's like, you're going to be, and I go, let's do something cool. Let's try to find an amazing place and I'll invite family and friends and let's do something like, because I thought that would be fun. And I feel like that's something I wouldn't have done before, you know? So I, I do, I invite both of my sisters, my mom, Friends that are not comedian, like, Charlie. Yeah, came on, come on out, pay for everybody to stay at a really nice hotel. I met Carlos Santana. Met Carlos Santana. <laughs> now here's the thing, man. I don't know how many of you follow the Michelin star rating system, but restaurants fight like the the, the passionate chefs tooth and nail, like their entire careers 
to get a one-star Michelin rating. And a one-star means, this is in like the Michelin guidebook, the way that it started was one-star means it's worth stopping at if it's on your path. On your path. If it's on your path, it's worth stopping at. Two stars means that it's worth a detour. So go out of your way to get there. And three stars means it is a journey worth taking in and of itself to eat at this establishment. Three-star Michelin, uh, Michelin-star restaurants are the creme de la, These are like the, the places you make a reservation six months in advance. You know, there's maybe like, I don't know, eight, ten in the world or something. Like, it's very, very... Is that the top three? Three's the... That's three's the max. It. So, like, the most famous restaurants, El Bulli and all these, those are three-star Michelin restaurants. How many three-stars? There are 135? In the world? In yes, the world, sir. okay. Uh, how many is the USA? 14. There's 14 Damn. in our country. Um, and then Spain has 11. So... But the, the point is, I mean, 14 in the United States, that's not that many, you know? That means no. there's probably four or five in New York, a couple in San Francisco, you know? Chicago. So we're in Chicago we're, where they actually have one of maybe one or two in Chicago. Uh, this um, chef, Grant, uh, a shot, I, forget, I always fuck up his last name, Ashots. Um, so he used to, um, that's, that's his name. A, a, how do you say that? A shots? A shots? That I don't sounds right. Sure. Uh, fascinating story with this guy because um, he got cancer and lost his sense of taste. Can you imagine getting be, cancer and you come back and you're like, <coughs> I lost my sense of humor? Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. You're like, I can't. And you do just it. go up there and you're like, you're a chef that lost his taste. Tire pressure's like, really low in my car. <laughs> Who knows how to check it? <laughs> like everybody's oh like, man, like what the fuck? What kind of setup this is this? <laughs> uh, 30, I don't know if it's 33 psi or 30, <coughs> 36. But the he hour of that. Yeah, he he eventually got his. Uh, taste back right i mean of, of all the cancers to a chef with tongue cancer i mean that's so anyway incredible guy he used to work for thomas keller which i knew thomas keller is probably america's most famous like high level gastro molecular chef you know um the french laundry and i think per se and in, in new york this guy is like the most celebrated american chef right so grant worked for him at the french laundry and then he opened this place. This place is like, you know, it's, it's like one of those things. It's hard to get into. So Dave comes at me and he's like, hey, your show, we're only doing one show, but we're doing an arena. Starts at 8, but that means it's going to start at like 8.20. You got Kirk, Ryan, you, and then it's about getting out of a place that has 9,000 people in it. So we're not going to be able to get there until like 10 30 he's like so the restaurant said they'll they'll throw like a thing for you but it's gonna cost you a lot and i kind of thought about it and then i was just like so it was extra because they stayed open it stayed open uh we're, we're arriving super late and then they gave us our own like room a saloon or something and then they also put on like it wasn't just like, here's something to eat. It was an experience, yeah. you know? So it was so fun to be able to do that, like with you and like with friends. All this is to say that I'm, I'm glad I spent the money. I'm glad I had that lifetime experience of having a meal like that with people that I'm close to. And then the funny thing is going into this, you know, like my dad used to always say, he goes, your mother's a cheap date. And I go, why? He goes, I mean, like, she's not even worth taking to, like, forget a Michelin star restaurant. She's not worth taking to, like, a fucking steakhouse because she'll just be like, do you have chicken fingers? Yes, that's what she and said. And they're like, she goes, no. I like Chick-fil-A and McDonald's. Yeah. And yeah. rice, you have rice and fries. 
She eats carbs. She weighs 103 pounds. She weighs nothing. Yeah. So we go, um, and I'm like, you got to, I go, I'm, I'm, I'm prepping her. I'm like, this is a world-class experience you're going to be in. She's like, oh, man, right away when they put out one of the first things. The first thing. Yeah, I, I just look down and I go, she's not going to like this. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. It's like halibut eggs and shit. And it like, was. Yeah. There was a lot of fish eggs in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. She said. <laughs> she goes, what is dessert? Fish eggs with sugar on it. <laughs> she was <laughs> she was over fish eggs. So she keeps eating. She'll take a bite of hers and she'll go, ugh. And then she'll slide it over to me. I've already finished my plate. So she'll take my plate, the empty one, and put it in front of her and make it look like I'm not eating my food. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was eating double portions for half of this shit until I got started to get sick. I was like, I can't, I can't keep this pace up. Like, I don't know how many more of these, you know. And then they took us downstairs. They put the the jungle music on. Remember, you told her that's that's you, mom. That's you. She went, ooh, ooh. She kept touching. Ooh, that's me. That's me. And um, she finally looks at me after she slides. <laughs> she was killing me all night. She slides an empty plate in front of me, and she goes. I mean, uh, she takes my empty plate and she goes, the least you could do is finish it. My son is paying a lot of money for this. <laughs> Every time the waiter came by, taking my full plate, making me look like a fucking asshole. <laughs> like I wasn't touching it. Like I took one, like I licked it and I just set it back down. I was like, nah. This is your second plate. And then she would do things like this because we used to always, we used to always she is yell player. at her. Because you'd go to, let's say, a regular restaurant, right? That had like crab. Let's say it's, let's say it's a, a, a crab cake appetizer. So she'd go, what's that? And you go, it's crab. And she'd go, ah. And everyone's like, hey, what do you like? Don't do that to people eating. And she's like, what? I'm like, it's rude. Like someone's eating something and you don't like it and you're going, ugh. And she's like, okay, I'm sorry. And then she would go, how is the crab? <laughs> and you're like, don't do that either. And then we would tell her to be polite. So you go, do you want to buy the crab? She goes, no, it looks delicious, but I am good, thank you. So she just... You know, she her palate is like a toddler. Yeah. Like, you know, little kids, you're like, you want, what do you want, like fries, mac and cheese? 
Like that's what she wants to eat. All See, the day. I have a good palate, but I don't feel comfortable in places like that. Well, that was but I just don't feel like I belong in places like that I mean, <laughs> ever. I don't even know when I hear Michelin, I think tires. You know what I mean? I don't fucking That is the Michelin. How the hell are they doing tires and restaurants? Because it was it was the the idea was it's the Michelin oh. tire saying where to stop. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. But it nobody a good year hadn't picked up on this. Yeah. It, <laughs> evolved. it evolved into like its own thing. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm so dumb. I don't even know that. No, it's just so saying you're driving on our Michelin tires. Hey, this one's good if it's on it's, your it's, way. This one's worth going out of your way, and and fuck it, this one's worth parking a car and flying. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it just took. I mean, I, it didn't have the impact it, it like when it started that it does now. Oh, Meaning now that like a, a a restaurant gets one star now, and that they're just they're like we're. This is a. It's like winning an Oscar, to them, to the show. Just one. Yes. Is it? Yes. So three is stupid. Three is out of this world. I mean, it really is. I mean, there's 14 in the United States. Yeah, it's Let's, crazy. I mean, think about like how many great restaurants in the United States. It's crazy that you could have. That they're telling people you should fly to the United States to eat here. You know, right. that's what they're telling you. Um, and you have to do shit like the you know. That experience was was crazy. I mean, yeah, we went downstairs and then it was like a table just like this, and it's all there's smoke machine in the fucking room and shit, and, and there's crazy sounds. Sounds playing. are going on and lights, and they're like painting the table like like this avant garde shit with yeah. chocolate syrup, like and, a Jackson and, Pollock kind yeah, of thing, and, and peanut butter and, yeah. and all this shit, and then all of a sudden this fucking guy rolls up, who's whose birthday is it? <laughs> And Tom's like, it's me. He's like, okay. And then slams this fuck, took the cake and slammed it down on the table. And unlike a cake spongy that would just smash on the table, this motherfucker broke into like 200 pieces. And then you take the pieces and then you fucking wipe the table yeah. with the drizzles and then eat it. It That's was fucking, wild. It was and wild. then your mom tried to get that to go. Yeah. <laughs> she did. We were waiting for her ass, trying to box up the fucking cake. That's the one thing she liked. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh shit! What what a time. That was that was wild, man. Yeah, she's uh, she's something else, man. She is something else. God. And then she has the nerve to be like, "My son is spending a lot of money on these." Oh no! Remember, because I, I got to ask if you paid her. Uh, you told her if she took a bite of something, it was a thousand dollars. You yeah. would pay her, or well, she hustled you for it. She requested it, and then she wanted. She said no, two thousand dollars. It got up to two thousand dollars for the, a bite. The answer is no. I didn't pay. <laughs> Do you know what I had to? I took you to a three-star Michelin restaurant. You want me to pay you two thousand dollars? Do you know what it was? What I had to convince her to take a bite of Japanese A five wagyu, like like yeah, she wanted two thousand dollars to taste it. She's like, this looks disgusting. I go, this is the <laughs> finest beef in the world. Uh, I did buy her a Mercedes. You did? Yeah, that's nice. You yeah, she asked it. me to take it back. Mm-mm. She's like, why? She's like, it's too tall. I go, what are you talking about? And she goes, to climb in and climb out, it's it's not comfortable. I go, it's yours. You deal with it. And she goes, I'm trying to see if somebody will put a climbing device on it. I'm like, a ladder? <laughs> Is it an SUV? Yeah, but it's the standard, like the midsize one. But they make a step up for those I things. know. I'm like, just use that. And she's like, no, I want this small one. Now I go, you're on your own. Figure it out. And then she went there and she was like, they want, you know, this many thousands. I go, yeah, it's not a pair of shoes. It's a car. <laughs> so you will have to do that now. She goes, I don't have your income. And I'm like, I don't care. So now she's got to get a step foot on this thing. I'm, she's just going to, it's going to be fine. I'm like, no, you just deal with it. I know she'll come back, she'll hit a button, it'll be a tray that lifts her up, like zzz, just standing alongside it. 
<clears throat> She's a trip, man. Oh my God. She's a trip. But yes, back to your original uh, statement. I believe you are her favorite comedian. I think I swung that pendulum, yeah. bro. I don't know who Linda likes. I don't know if I know. <laughs> she don't like rap. You should, t- you should tell him. Tell him. <laughs> so we posted that uh, picture of Brad Pitt on social media. For anyone that doesn't know, we, yeah. our, our minds were blown when we did the Will Turn shows and Brad Pitt came to the show, right? And it was fucking crazy. It's Brad Pitt. And all of us were taken by not just the fact that it's this global icon that we've been watching in movies for decades now. Who's also being so down to earth, so so kind, so polite. But that, honestly, the guy's just... So good looking. So good looking. And pretty. You're just, you're, just pretty. Yeah, you just look at him like. beautiful. You're like, oh, yeah, this is what it is to be like genetically gifted. You're looking at him. Yeah. You're like, you're a fucking beautiful man. And he is uh, 58. Yeah. You definitely didn't find it, did you? No, I don't know how I missed it. One second. And um, I posted that on my uh, social media. And I guess my mother saw it and put it either shared it on hers or something. Yeah. And one of her friends, Linda, said, oh, my God, Brad Pitt looks terrible. We were like, wait, what? What are you talking about? That dude's 60, bro. He's fucking 60. Have you seen most 60-year-olds? Seriously. Listen, here's the funny thing. Brad Pitt and Joey Diaz are the same age. (laughs) They're both 58. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's talk about rage. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <Did> yeah. He... <laughs> Brad Pitt That's looks it. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you uh did you see his um did you see Joey's Instagram post this week at the baseball game? Yeah, with his daughter like, and everybody. His, <laughs> his hand is in the camera yeah. and then the floor. <laughs> Such an old guy thing. <laughs> he doesn't know how to fucking <laughs> post a video. <laughs> oh God! It's uh, it's that go. one. It's that one. Look at it. Look, it starts. Look, starts his hand. What's happening, you bad he's like, savages? How you guys doing? And he's like friends and kid and wife. And then he's like, all right, we're out here having a great time. <laughs> Sweating this guy, <laughs> and then and then it goes to the ground. <laughs> yeah, oh, fifty-eight. Man. Brad Pitt is beautiful, unbelievable man. Beautiful, unbelievable. That guy is the same age as Joey. Yeah, and Linda has the fucking balls. <laughs> Linda's got balls. <laughs> to talk bad about Brad Pitt like that. He stayed the whole show and came over even yeah, after he and came said back good after. job and then left. Man, if he would have been like, you guys want to come over? I would have abandoned my whole family. <laughs> well, here's what's funny as shit to me. Your cousin was there and you walk out and you're like, guess who you just missed? Oh, that was great. Yeah. And she's like, who? And you're like, Brad Pitt. She's like, why didn't you fucking tell me? He's like... I'd rather just tell you you missed them. That was one of the best moments I've ever had. She called me yesterday. Did she? Upset still? Jeanette. She called me yesterday and she goes, you know, you're such a fuck. First, because she's from Cincinnati. She goes, you hung out with Joe Burrow? I was like, yeah, I went to his house. It was cool. She was like, God, that would have been cool. I'm like, yeah. She goes, yeah, but I forgot you didn't even let me meet Brad Pitt. And she was standing there waiting, pregnant at the time, I think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're like, guess who just left? Like he was still in the hallway, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and she also was like, nah. Uh, we had to pull out the camera. Like, oh no, yeah, right here. Sure. She's Look, like, this was taken actually right now, still this minute, yeah. still this minute. She goes, <laughs> she goes, why didn't you get me? I go, you were over there. Yeah, all the way right here. <laughs> I would have had to gone over there and got you to give you one of the greatest memories of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then she asked me, she goes, if uh, if I would have been in Cincy, would you have invited me to Joe's place? And I was like, fuck no. 
No way. You would I would have told you about it, sent you pictures. I'm not gonna hook you up with that. <laughs> Jeanette. I remember Jeanette. I party with Jeanette. We party with Jeanette in Florida hard. one time. Yeah, in Florida, hard. She passed out. We had to put her out in the car. <laughs> we had to lock her in the car for to protect herself. Wasn't she singing that night? Yeah. Hot out here for a pimp. That's what she kept singing all night long. That's how long ago it was. That yeah. song was popular. Yeah. That was her jam. And then we're like, all right, we got to put you in the car. We just shoved her in a car and locked her in there. And then we all went and partied in the house. Yeah, because I remember opening a door to the car. And as the door opened, she'd be like, hot out. Like, it would start. <laughs> Yo, it was like, like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if we ever meet Brad Pitt, you're not allowed to see him. <laughs> oh, you all right over there, man? Nah. You all right? I'm so sick of being sick. I told, I told my doc, he's like, I can't believe I just got over one. He goes, yeah, it's the, uh, it's all the travel and the crowds. And I'm like, I guess. He goes, you know how you how you won't get sick? I'm like, How? He goes, just stay at your podcast studio. I was like, thanks. Yeah. I don't need to be a doctor for that. Yeah. You know what they call the guy that finishes last in medical school? What? Doctor. doctor. That's good. Yeah. 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 That's true. He won't give me meds. Won't? Well, he's like, this is a virus. I like those L.A. doctors. I just like, like a doctor like, that will listen nose to hurts. Hurts. And they're like take these fucking 50 pills yeah all right yeah it won't give me anything he's like i don't want to give you too many too much meds i'm like come on man so i fucking pay you dog well just get relieve my symptoms then yeah yeah he's like "Mm, just rest take sudafed drink water i mean he's probably right but i'm just saying but who can do that you know what i mean how many people no matter what your statuses in life can just fucking lay around till they feel better. No, I know. no one. No one. No one can do that. That's why we all get sick and then get each other sick. You know what the craziest one is? When you're super congested and they go, are you using nasal spray? And I'm like, yeah. And they go, you know, you, you really shouldn't. And I go, I don't give a shit. I want to breathe. And they're like, well, it's just going to create like almost like a dependency on it. I'm like, great. I'll stop doing it when my nose is not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I use it. I, I have to breathe through my nose when I'm sick. Of course. That's the one I got to be able to do. I'm clogged right now. Yeah. And I already, I already took a hit. What's the worst sickness you've ever had? The most sick you've ever been? Oof. That's a good one. I mean, I remember one time when I was in high school, I got food poisoning from Outback Steak. I got lobster at Outback Steakhouse. Ooh. And I, here's the thing. I was vomiting and shitting every day, like days in a row, to the point where, I mean, I could, I had, when you're that depleted of fluid, like, you, you know, anything, I've had a sip of water, I would shit. You know, by the fifth day, there's nothing left in me. It's just like, like a, a fucking juice is coming out of me. And they finally get me in the car. I'm like depleted. Like a week has gone by. And I go see this doctor and he's like, yeah, you have probably this or that type of bacteria in you right now. He's like, we could do the camera up there and take a look. I'm like, I'm good. And he goes, we'll try this. And then like within three hours, I was feeling better. Really? But when I went back to school, I had missed a like a term paper something was due and i had this history teacher and i had told him on the phone before i came back to school i'm like i'm home i'm sick and he hung up on me right he hung up on me and i was like fuck this dude's pissed because i think he probably thought this is just like you're spinning something dude when i had gone back to school i lost 18 pounds in the in the week, yeah. Holy shit, dude. which was notable. So when he saw me, he was like, "He's like, oh, you really were quite ill." And I'm like, "Yeah." 
He's like, yeah, just take your time getting me back. <laughs> like, he felt terrible. He felt terrible. <laughs> yeah. Mine was food poisoning too. I um, it's weird though. I had sushi with um three friend, a girlfriend at the time, and two of our friends who were in town visiting. We all ate from the same plate, but I'm the only one that got sick, and I That's can't so remember weird. if I ate something that they didn't. It's so strange. But it was the same thing. I had food poisoning so bad. I am. I I, I lived on the toilet. I put a little uh, piece of paper on the wall. I taped it up, and I would hashtag how many times I shat in just a day. And I was in the twenties. Okay, the twenties. I'm throwing up. I'm throwing up. I like you. I would sip Gatorade. It would touch the back of my throat. My body would just reject Ugh. it. Like I couldn't have anything, and I'm just like, oh. So then I got to tell my girlfriend at the time. So she's. Got to take our friends to the airport. Then she comes back. She's like, how are you? I go, I'm horrible. I got to go to the doctor now. So I go to the doctor and my tongue is black. And he's like, I've never seen that before. And I was like, yeah, I hadn't bothered to even look. I'm throwing up so fucking much. He goes, all right, you need to go home. And you need, he gives me this little fucking like a, a vial with a, a scooper in it. And then a, like a Petri dish thing. I'm like, what do I need to do with that? And he goes, you need to give us a stool sample. I'm like, oh, I have to shit in that? I did, I did this too. He goes, yeah, you have to shit in that. And I was like, oh my God. But my <laughs> shits aren't solid shits. They're just, you you know, I know it's happened to you before. Where <clears throat> you're sitting on the toilet and you don't even feel it coming, but this just rush of water comes out of you. Like I, that's one of the, there's a handful of times in my life where I feel very vulnerable. And that's one of them where I'm like, I don't feel it, and it's just rushing out of me. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. I just feel like, oh, no, what's happening? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, my body could do whatever it wants with me. Right now. <laughs> oh. It's and like a sink. Yeah, it's like, like a, a sink, sink opens. But not me pushing it or anything. I'm yeah. just sitting there, and I just hear this, that's coming from me. Oh, my God, yeah. what's happening? So um, now I don't know. How, like, I, I am throwing up so much that I... So I just like, I sit on the edge of the tub instead of the toilet because I can't get my fucking hand in there, but I can get my hand under the tub, you know, around this way. And I put my ass over the tub and I shit in the thing. I power shit all over my fucking hand. I just start throwing up everywhere, like, all over the floor. Now it's a mess. I'm like, oh God, this is disgusting. And then I had to throw out and scoop it in the vials. Like two or three miles. I was fucking gagging, so I'm getting sick now. And then I have it in a fucking Ziploc bag. And my girlfriend's driving me to the doctor. And I'm just holding shit samples in the car like this to take in there to see what's the matter with me. It took me, he get whatever medicine he gave me to finally after that. But it was like four or five days of agony. It's the worst. Agony. Yeah. It is the worst. God, I never want to do that again. It's just it didn't feel like it was ever going to end. No. There was no, like, how much could be in me right now? It's funny, too, because cause I knew <laughs> the culprit, you know, was lobster. It stuck with me for a long time. Like, I still will remember that when someone even, like, there's a lobster. I believe I had. But at um, the time, I feel like I didn't have one for, like, five years or something. Like, I just was Now like, you're all right? Yeah, I'll, I'll have it. There's a couple things that smells that make me get sick. One of them is um, smoked almonds. Really? Same thing, though. I ate them when I was a kid. I was, I'm sure, sick from something else. But when I threw up, that's what I tasted coming up. And I can't. I still don't like fucking with them. It took me years to get over those. Um, tequila was one for a while because I had drank uh, mezcal in high school and chewed the worm and got really fucked up. So tequila fucked with me for a while. But the other one is a dip. You know what I'm talking about? That wintergreen. So this is still blood. If I smell that, I'm like. Yeah. But my dad gave that shit to me and my brother when we were in like, I'm not even kidding you, in fucking elementary school. Why? I don't know. He was doing it for a little while. And uh, I asked him later and he told me, and this is exactly what happened. So for a minute, I'm doing hawking here. And I would put a bandit in here, you know, the pouch. Yeah. I'd have a double. I'm a kid. And third, fourth time maybe of doing it or, or, you know, a few weeks, I swallow it and I just puke everywhere. And I, 
and I go, why, why are you giving that to us? Like, and he goes, I'll tell you why he goes, my uncle was a chewer. And he said, I'll never forget seeing him with like a, a it was either beech nut or red man, but a chaw, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? You don't even see dudes do that anymore. You used to see people do that. Yeah, Red Man was was kind of popular. Yeah. yeah, and he was laying back in his recliner and he fell asleep. And he said he saw him just swallow it and then just puke and shit and puke and shit. And I was like, "That's why you gave your kids snuff? Like, what the fuck are you talking about?" And and but but I'll tell you something. I have never ever touched it ever again. And and all my buddies did it in high school. They'd crack that can open, pop, 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 crack yeah. it open. I'd be like, Ooh, as soon as I'd smell it, I'd be like, oh, oh yeah, the smell. Thanks, Dad. The smell is Thanks nauseating. Thanks for abusing me in a positive way. It's a it's a it's a it's a nauseating smell. I remember the first time. So I'd never heard of any of that shit. I thought it was just like a southern thing. I'm in Florida. My friends like. First, he was like, do you burn, bro? <laughs> That's what he said for smoke weed. Oh, yeah. I was oh, like, weed. huh? And he was like, you burn? I was like, do I smoke weed? And he was like, yeah. And like this surfer dude with like hair in his face. I'm like, okay. So I was like, this is a, a type of dude that exists in Florida, I guess. And then I, like, I, I see all the country guys, like all the rednecks. And I'm like, nah, I'm not interested in that. But then, like, do you burn, bro? Was like, no, nah, that shit's cool. So he, he put it in, and I go, I'll try it. I try it the first time I try it. I'm driving, and I get such an intense buzz that I, I actually go, is this what this feels like every time? Because this is better than drugs. This is the best thing I've ever felt. Uh, but no, that's like the first time, and then it is disgusting. I mean, it's so gnarly. Then there's like you know there's the spit cup of it all you got just an apple bottle the wide mouth bottle I know so many of my friends have drink accidentally took a sip of it everybody too, like, oh, if you've done God it enough for yeah fucking bid and then it, and then I used to see it everywhere because in college a lot of guys were doing that in the dorms they were all they were all dipping it was soup because you know it's like way easier access and, I met a girl recently that dips yep yeah. we were in Nashville. And uh, I'm like, are you dipping? She's like, mm-hmm. I was like, mm, all right. I had a friend of mine who, um, well, she's a- <laughs> What'd she look like? <laughs> she's cute, really cute. Really? Um, a friend of mine, they're, they're born in Maryland, so it's three siblings. Two born in Maryland, but one was born in West Virginia. And her mom would tell me that when um, she was pregnant in the hospital in West Virginia, they asked her, like, do you chew tobacco? She's like, what? She's like, a lot of ladies here chew tobacco. She's like, I do not chew tobacco. <laughs> I guess it's where you are, man. I that guess it's is, where yeah. you are. That is. Can you imagine being on a great date with a girl and then she's like, hold on a second. <laughs> Let's go to the movies. I, you know, nah. like, <laughs> Listen, I would hang out with that. I would do everything with that yeah. chick but that. Yeah. But put your mouth on hers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's gnarly. That's fucking gnarly as shit. A dip, bro. Yeah, and you where the girl you met in Nashville, this is like after the show kind of thing, like she's just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you just noticed that. I was like It's not it's not hard to notice. Yeah. And I it just but to see it in a lady's I've mouth never, is I've, why you made I'm me like, realize I've never seen it. I'm like, are you dipping right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw it out. Let's take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Out in the line, bro. In the line. Savage. <laughs> For me. She is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on real quick. That's her. That's the dip lady. <laughs> oh, my God. That's her? That's her right there, yeah. I yeah. think she's got a little more than she needs, if we're being honest. It's aggressive. It looks like she, she looks like a cigar blew up in her mouth. That's what that fucking looks like. It really does. Oh, yeah. There she, that, that looks like a redneck chick right there. She's fucking hauling lumber during the mornings and shit. And how about that one with the fuck? Yeah, with the uh, derby hat on. Yeah, straight up. There it is. That's Kentucky. There you go. That looks like Copenhagen. Is that what that is? Is that Palin there? I wouldn't be surprised if she she's an Alaskan. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Did she wave tobacco during her speech? The fuck kind of question is that? Y'all know what I'm saying? 
I can see you. I'm going to change this country right now. Can <laughs> you imagine? I I'm could, voting for the guy that dips. Could, <laughs> that would be people's reasoning, too. Like, yeah. why are you voting for him? He dips. He dips, man. I all dip. Right. Oh, yeah. shit, all right. I dip. I dip like he dips. Yeah. We do have the dumbest voters. He's a guy I think I could have a beer that's, with. That's the that's most so, common so thing. So many. Who I do, feel like I can hang with? out with him. What do you think of his policies? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I feel like he's yeah. a, I can hang out with that guy. I want to hang out with him. Yeah, but you're not gonna. You'll never ever, hang out with him. Ever, yeah. His policies are going to be the things you actually live with. Speaking of uh, presidents, I just saw, and I could be wrong, I've tried to Google it. There was a 30 for 30 on in the hotel last night. It was about the Am One mixtape. Remember all the ballers that would street ball to the Am One? Guys that would yeah. fucking just yeah. like artfully play yeah. street basketball. They'd fuck people up, too. They'd fuck people up. And like anytime you went into Foot Locker back in the day, that's what was on. And, and I would be mesmerized. Yeah, I would sit there incredible. for 20 minutes and watch this, not even look at shoes. And um, Bill Clinton was there. And I was like, has any president, that's a deep cut. Has any president done more to appeal to the black voters than Bill Clinton? You're talking about saxophone on Arsenio Hall. Yeah. And you're showing up at an and one event. He did? <laughs> I mean, you're going deep for those yeah, votes. Yeah, right? yeah. Barack Obama didn't show up at an and one <laughs> fucking <know>. event. <laughs> yeah. Bill Clinton, man. He yeah. was, he's like, you know, we need to go. We need to get to that AM1 tape. Like, oh, man. You get those <laughs> he voters. really is on one? He was on that 30 for 30 last night. He was there. And they were talking about how big at the time that grew and, and yeah. how like deep it got into um, That's society. Insane. And Bill Clinton showed up. What's up, y'all? He likes basketball, I guess. Yeah. I couldn't get over it. I was like, man, he is fucking out there for those votes. You know what kind of ice cream I like? I like mocha. You know what I'm saying, lady? <laughs> he, I wonder, I wonder what his body count is. Who, Clinton's? Oh, fucking, I'm saying, you know. Oh, okay, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say because I think they got they got a couple body count yeah, totals yeah, yeah. they could probably add yeah. up. Yeah. I'm just talking about how many different because there's so many women who are like, yeah, he fucked me, <laughs> and of course some of them are probably lying because he's super, he's a president. But I put up a um, picture of my dad in the military. Um, and so many people commented that he looked like Bill Clinton, young Bill Clinton. And then really? when I go back and look at it, I was like, huh, he kind of did, yeah. Um, but I could see that going back to being a young senator or a young politician in his 20s, he was fucking everything. Yeah, that's that's how he's wired. Yeah, all over Arkansas, all yeah. over everywhere. Look at him. That guy right there was like, what's that? Why don't you, why don't you come on in here and sit down? We could talk about it. We know Hillary's a sweetheart, but you know. But also to get busted because somebody saved your nut. Yeah. They saved your nut. Have you ever thought of that? No. Have you ever thought about some girl in maybe college right now could still have a t shirt that you nutted on? Oh, T Buns when he nutted here? In 96? Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite shirt. You gotta be kidding me. Somebody yeah. fucking kept the nut on the shirt. That's so crazy, though. And then the nut just hangs out and stays. It's yeah. just like, I'm just gonna chill here. Yeah. You can test me three, four years from now. I'll still be good. Like, what? Yeah. You saved. Because she nut. went onto the dress, right? She was like, ah. <clears throat> I guess. Yeah. Or maybe it dripped on it off of there. Who oh, knows? yeah. Who knows? But still. Saved the nut. I wonder That's how a presidential fa- nut. I wonder how fast he blew on that. Probably quick. I think it was probably quick. Probably really quick. He was probably like, "This is the shit." <laughs> I'm the president, and there's an intern blowing me. And then, boom! She saves yeah. it on her fucking and puts it up in the closet. Yeah. I tend to release quite a bit, so I think I think an intern would be like, "Ah." Uh, do you have other dresses I can wear? <laughs> I'm going to need an outfit change. Yeah, I'm going to need an outfit change. <laughs> oh, my God. That is that is wild. But, I mean, that happens with, like, the super famous, because Drake had that thing where... The hot sauce and the rubber. Yeah. 
That's a good move, though. I know. I mean, if you really, if you know you're being targeted, but, but also to to have to think about something at that—that's level. that's crazy. Yeah, you and I. Well, you're married, but even if you weren't, combined, we'll never know the amount of pussy that's floating that guy's fucking way. Drake's, yeah, yeah. and to yeah. have to fucking put hot <laughs> sauce in my condom after yeah. I fuck. Yeah, I mean the so the story was that he knew. He knows that he's a target of women who want to get pregnant by him. And he, like you said, he has his choice every day and every night. All day long. Yeah. All day Of like long. girls who are super hot and in clubs. Globally. And, yeah. Globally. Globally. Uh, so that when his 747 touches down and he goes to a function, he's just like hurt. Her, 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 her. And so, anyways, they all they all want him, but he he thinks now of the fact that like you know they see getting pregnant by him as like a, a life achievement. So he started to put hot sauce like when he would take off his condom and throw it in a trash can, he would pour hot sauce in there to kill the sperm. Kill the sperm, and also like if this woman would try to put it in her, because like that actually happens. That you know she would have she would have Can a little you get surprise like that though I guess possibly squeezing it out of a condom and then fingering yourself with it I mean I mean maybe it's probably really low probability yeah probably really low uh, um let's see can hot sauce kills for yeah. <laughs> like it comes right up with Drake let's see it is not. An effective spermicidal agent. Well, I'll tell you what, that chick. But you know what it does do? It, yeah, it's, it's going to make She's that gone. pussy go wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like when she but grabs also, it. How and goes, do you know? You know what I mean? Like if you're, if you got a condom and you're taking your fingers and you're squeezing it on your pussy uh, and all of a sudden it starts burning your pussy, what makes you think hot sauce? I don't think so. I think she probably started screaming, one of them. And and he was probably in bed like, yeah. You got that hot sauce shit, huh? Huh? <laughs> Put a little Cholula on that one for you. You got that top of T.O., bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't the one. <laughs> and he just started, started screaming that shit to her. Ice your pussy. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought I was going to have your baby, Drake. Yeah. <clears throat> nah. Yeah, that's uh that's another level of having to think. Yeah. That's yeah. That's I mean that's the thing is that president you really only can, if you're the president your only chance is like an intern, right? I mean there's eyeballs on you everywhere. So he 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 literally was like who's in the hall? That's, yeah, Dave Chappelle talked. About yeah, that. yeah. Like he just peeked out the window and goes, "You." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever's that's it. Close. Yeah, whatever's, whoever's close. close. Yeah. It, it makes sense. You get over here. You're already in the room. You know? He's not going to go for a walk. He was probably so backed up from all his years. Oh, he, man. Because he was, like, always doing that. So he probably, as a president, was like, you know, these nuts are shaking right now. Right? <laughs> he probably didn't really yeah. want to win that second term. Uh, <laughs> let me get out He's like, God damn it, I won. Shit. Yeah. No more pussy for four years. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm fuck. Eight year drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker. He is something else. He does look like he's like out of cum or something. Like, have you seen him he's lately? Like, yeah. Like his, I don't know, his skin tone and his complexion. It's all fucking right. It just looks like. So weathered. Looks like he's a drinker too, probably. He looks like Brad Pitt when I think about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joey Diaz and yeah. Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. This is how most people age. You know? Mm-hmm. Like you just your you know, your your body and your face and everything just gives out. It gives out and it betrays you. We're so used to seeing pe plastic people now that that somebody old 
looks weird. I swear I feel like if most of these people would just leave themselves alone, once they got into the later years, they yeah. would look better. Yeah. Because that, that gravity isn't holding all, it isn't holding your normal shit up. It's not going to hold the fucking plastic shit up. Yeah. It's weird, too. It's weird when people in comedy do it. And they go away and they come back. You're like, who punched you in the face? Yeah. <laughs> A bunch. And also, like, if we're in comedy, you know, the whole thing is that we're we're not, we're flawed, obviously, the way every human being is, but we're physically flawed, and it kind of lends itself to what we do, you know? Like, we, we're imperfect. Like you Jamie Foxx is have like a an crooked exception. Nose. Yeah, yeah, right? sure. I think about that a lot. <clears throat> right. We're not supposed to be, we're the bad news bears. I've told you this before. Yeah. Like, we're not supposed to win. <laughs> right. We're not, that's not who we are in life. We're supposed to get right fucking there. Yeah. And then somebody else gets that shit or yeah. something else happens. That's just who we are in life. We yeah. don't, we're not supposed, like, would I love to have abs? Yeah, I yeah. would, but I'm not a personal trainer. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I'm not, I'm a comedian. Yeah. I'm flawed. I got gaps in my teeth. And here's the probably truth. too yellow. If you were like, my my life goal is to have abs, you could make it happen. Yeah, right? I could. Yeah. Yeah, you could. You could go on like this crazy regimen of like really, really strict eating and you know training and stuff to do it but it's like and have abs at 50 and then have no family or anyone that gives a fuck about me because yeah. all i do is work on my abs your abs yeah. yeah and 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 it wouldn't lend itself to you being a better comedian no for sure i mean you should be healthy right but i'm saying like to be obsessed with some body part like that like obsessed because like it's you're, interesting you're you either that. that's a great point it's a body part yeah it's not anything but a part yeah and it is, I get it. It is very, like, you see it and you go, wow. Like, I've, I mean, I've, I see six-pack on a dude. I'm like, God damn, that's wild. Look at that. It's it's incredible. It's, like, aesthetically, like, impressive. And then you go, that man, I would, I would love to have that. But I also go, like, I mean, that would take a level of commitment. That's what I always yeah. think. Like, who are you and what are you ignoring in your life? Yeah, unless you're genetically, <laughs> go work unless on you're your genetically yeah, gifted. Yeah, there sure. are people who are gifted yeah. and, or they have, like, that really really lean build to begin with doesn't take as extreme a behavior to change it. And then that's, you know, that's their gift or whatever. But yeah, I think to be a comedian and to be like, I'm getting, I'm doing my facelift or something. It's fucking crazy. It is weird. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to have a droopy face. You're right. a comedian. Someone's made the best comment anyone has ever made about me that it still sticks with me as made me laugh so hard. I wish I knew who the guy was or, or girl, maybe it was a girl. I don't know. But the comment was <laughs> Ryan Sickler looks like if an afternoon nap had a face. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. That's good. It's so yeah, good. Yeah. And I was like, I looked at my face and I was like, God damn, that does look like you what know, an afternoon. Do you know what uh I did uh I did Conan a few times. <laughs> yeah. And I did Conan a few times and one time I was sitting on the couch and it was like we were coming back from a break and Andy Richter is sitting next to me and he goes he looks down, he goes, Are you wearing Gucci shoes? And I go, Yeah. He goes, you know, you still like you, you know, you still look like you run a bowling alley, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 We're not supposed to be those people. We're not supposed to be those. That's not who we are. Yeah. No, no, it's, that's the other, that's Brad. That's right. Yeah. Brad Pitt. That's and Linda's Linda. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Linda. Linda doesn't look like Brad, I'm sure. Bro, Linda does not look like Brad. There's only one Brad Pitt. I wish Brad had a post where he was like, check out this bitch Linda. <laughs> <laughs> what if he just... He just <laughs> That's his only post. He starts on social media. Look at Linda talking shit. He's had a screen grab of her comment, and then you swipe, and it's just a picture of Linda. He's like, look at this bitch right here. <laughs> this bitch. Saying, I look old. <laughs> uh, 
I've been talking about it on stage. Like Brad Pitt looks so good in a bucket hat. Like a bucket hat yeah. is a, it's a clown hat. It's yeah. a fish hat. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You're not supposed to look good in it. And I don't mean a Kangol. I mean a Gilligan Island fucking yeah, yeah. bucket hat. Yeah, it is. And he's so good looking. Like something like that just starts to fuck with when you look at it. You're like, his hair. I think I could wear a bucket hat. His hair is a bucket hat. His hair is tucked up in there. His I perfect look, hair. It is perfect. It's tucked in there. So I would look like, like if an afternoon so people don't nap go had like, a face with a bucket hat. What yeah. I look like. Yeah. William Bradley Pitt. That's his name. Uh, I guess so. Bill Bradley Pitt. BBP man. I call him Pit Stop. That's my dog. <laughs> Um, yeah and let's be honest his body was pretty hard too all i mean it's he's a specimen yeah i'm once met um robert redford this is pretty funny this is a this is this is one of those smart fucking intelligent moves i wish i could think quickly like this so um i went to sundance years ago my friend tracy her brother had a film in there and uh we went up and uh, we went to we went to see a bunch of different films and this one location we drove to was sort of out of the town um, and Robert Redford was there, you know. We see him like, ah, oh, it's fucking Robert Redford. And this guy goes, Mr. Redford, you dropped your credit card and he has it. And he's like, oh, can I get it back? And he goes, I'll give it back to you for an autograph. And he goes, I don't really give autographs. I'm happy to give you tickets or whatever you want. But and the guy goes, well, your autograph's on the back of this credit card. And he fucking kept a credit card. <laughs> yeah. He made Robert Redford cancel the fucking credit card because his signature was on it. He had it. This motherfucker took his credit card right in front of Robert. <laughs> Swear to God. Holy shit. And I was like, damn, how'd you even think that quick that his signature's on the back of this and everything? And he just fucking was like, I'm out of here, man. I'm taking your credit card. He took Robert Redford's and credit card. And also, you have to be such a like other level famous person to go engaging in this is not worth my time. You know I'll, what I mean? I'll just cancel. The card. Yeah. Like so many people will be like, give me the fucking card or mm-hmm. like, I'm going to break your fucking face open or like, or just like, you know, no, like let's start something. But like, if you did that to probably like Robert Redford, Brad Pitt, fucking Jack Nicholson or Tom Cruise, they're like, and so they just turn away and they That's look at exactly somebody who goes did. like, I canceled it already like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't have time for this. That's exactly what yeah. he did. Like, eh, I can yeah. keep, it. keep that shit. Keep it. <laughs> you only have other cards? All yeah. that motherfucker's yeah. credit card. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. I wish I could think like that. Yeah. Have you ever heard this story? This is lore. I don't know. You can cut this out if you don't want to keep it in. But um, the story that I've heard, you know, it's that telephone game. So I'm going to say that up top it's been passed down so many times but apparently years ago i guess dane cook had beat um richard Pryor's world record for longest stand-up set which yeah. i didn't even know existed yeah at okay. the laugh factory exactly and then supposedly Chappelle heard about that and then he went up and beat that and then dane went up and did it again and it was this back and forth thing for a minute and Chappelle supposedly the story goes came into the laugh factory one night you could ask him and um Jamie said, hey, it's it's Dane's night. And Chappelle, this is the height of Chappelle's show and everything. He's like, what the fuck? What does that mean? He's like, it's just Dane's night. He's like, just do a tight 10. And he's like, okay. Now, any other comedian would go do 45 fucking minutes. That's just what most people do. But Chappelle, if this is true, is and we already know he's a different animal anyway, he goes up and does a tight 10. But right at the end goes, you know what? I don't usually do this, but I'm going to go outside and smoke some cigarettes. If y'all want to come out, hang out, take pictures, whatever, I'll be out there. And the whole crowd fucking walked away. And he's like, there's Dane's night. (laughs) Bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's way beyond just being reactionary. You know, that is fucking thinking i wish i could think like that, that this is, guy got robert redford's autograph he got more than his autograph he's got his credit fucking card i would fucking put that on my wall and this guy just took the audience and moved bro, it out here i'm gonna do that next time i'm gonna do it i'm gonna get on stage i'm gonna be like you know i don't normally do this but uh how many of y'all been to a michelin star restaurant before <laughs> you want to go right now we just go dude 
That is, you Had could, dinner. you could absolutely do that to somebody right now. If they were being a dick and you dropped in, you That'd could be absolutely hilarious. take their audience. That'd be so funny if you're like, you got, hey, you guys want to go to Cabo? Let's take everybody, move, take everybody on vacation. <clears throat> I take people out to eat. That'd be fun. Yeah, go to burgers. You guys want to go get in and out? I got in and out truck pulling up outside right now. Five guy. I set this shit up earlier. <laughs> Free burger, man. Everybody would leave. They would. Everybody would leave. Even if they bought a ticket, they'd leave. But the best was you were were you with me? You weren't with me in, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. No. We're in a, it's just funny. We go the show is amazing at the Fox. We go back to the hotel. And there's always this thing. I mean, like, you know, most of the time we just turn in. There's this bar at the hotel. I'm like, should we go out? Should we not go out? And we're all just kind of like and then people start to recognize who were at like a wedding and stuff. They're like, hey, and everyone's being super nice and they're asking for pictures. And I'm like, yeah. And then this couple is really nice. And they're like, what are you guys doing? I said, we're going to have a drink here. And they're like, let's go out from here. And, and we're debating it. So they give us a table. We just head over to the table and we sit down and they bring us drinks and we're debating whether to leave or not. And they're just sitting like here. And they're just, everyone's really nice to them, you know? Like, my whole crew is, like, talking to them. And I'm I'm kind of more talking to somebody else in, in our crew. And then I kind of look, and they're just, like, you know, talking. And then I turn, and they're gone. And I'm like, oh, they left. And he's like, no, they're over there. And I look over there, and they had sat down with Charles Barkley because he was at the bar. No, I didn't yeah. move. They were like, <laughs> see you later. Jeez, yeah, it was Charles Barkley's over here. And they're watching the hockey game with him. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get up, and we all go say hi to Chuck. And he's super nice to everybody. And then we just kind of look at them. I'm like, you left. And they're like, well, fucking Charles Barkley. Um, all right. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, thank you for coming, man. Yeah, thank you for having me on, dude. A lot of fun. Always fun. Love you. And um, anything you want to plug? Anything you got coming up? In yeah, ju- in actually, July? I got. I'm on tour. Go to my uh, website ryansickler.com for tickets. I'll be uh, actually I'll be back here in Austin at the Vulcan Labor Day weekend, Friday and Saturday, four shows. Uh, I'm hitting Philly, Edmonton, Vancouver, uh, Chicago. Uh, I got a lot of shows coming up. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the Honeydew. Check out that Patreon. I just told you I had a guy. All those stories are amazing. The guy that came on this week went to commit suicide next to train tracks. Unbelievable. Sliced his wrist up. It's freezing, so the blood's not coming. Takes the knife to his own chest. Can't break the chest plate. Hears the train horn and goes, fuck it. I'm laying on the train tracks. Lays across the train tracks. Closes his eyes. I go, when did you wake up? This motherfucker said, January. (laughs) But he woke up. I go, how did you wake up? He said, I laid on the wrong set. And they cut both his legs off. He lost both his fucking legs trying to commit suicide on train tracks. Tons of stories like that. It's the honey do with y'all. It's five bucks a month. Subscribe today. Tons. That's a good pitch. Stories like that. Um, check him out. Check out his podcast. Go see him on tour. And we'll be on tour together a little bit yep. coming up. At all Ryan right. Sickler on all social media. Follow me. Thanks, brother. Thank you for having me. All right. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears on Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears on Cave.